Hello everyone, I am your host, Maggie Lee, and I am happy to invite you to my talk history episode about the Canadian residential schools. Today, we will specifically follow Chani Wenjak's escape from Cecilia Jeffrey Indian Residential School in 1966. Residential schools were the Canadian government's project to assimilate the so-called Canadian culture to the First Nations. As a result, many Indigenous children were forcefully taken from their homes in reserves and put into those residential schools where they were supposed to take on Eurocentric culture. Many children were abused both physically and emotionally. Many escaped or died trying or simply committed suicide since they preferred death to such a life at schools. Chani Wenjak was one of those children. Today in the studio, I have Chani, who's going to tell us about his escape in 1966. Hello, Chani. Welcome to our podcast. Hi, Maggie. Thank you for having me. Tell us about your escape from Cecilia Jeffrey Indian Residential School in 1966. It was October 1966, as I clearly remember. We had spent a long time at the school being abused by the nuns and priests. They had applied many types of punishments, from beating us with bare hands, sticks, and whips, to cleaning lavatories with our hands, and even depriving us from food for several days until they broke us. We all missed our parents and other relatives so much. A few of my friends and I decided to run away and find our way back home. We were in the playground, and when we saw that no one was watching us, we made our way towards the boundaries of the school. When we got out of the nun's sight, my friend and I ran as fast as we could since we would be caught if we casually walked along the road. The weather was a bit warm that day, but it started getting colder close to the sunset, and all of us were wearing only light cotton clothes. Running away then was dangerous. Children could lose limbs to frostbite or accidents. I had heard that many children died while escaping. We then followed my two friends to the cabin of their uncle, Charles Kelly, near Reddit, Ontario. On the first day, we walked for a very long time before we stopped at a friendly home for the night. The weather was getting colder by the minute, as it seemed then, and we needed a place to warm up. The hosts were very kind to let us sleep in the warm room. On the next day, we continued our journey. Skies grew darker and the air smelled like it was going to snow. Our light cotton windbreakers were no longer warm enough. We decided that we would do short sprints between the walks since it was the only way to keep ourselves warm. Soon after having walked for God knows how long, we arrived at the cabin. Charles Kelly took my friends to his hunting trap line. After having walked for nearly an hour to meet them, I set out alone to find my way home and to my father. Charles Kelly advised me to follow the railroad tracks and to ask railway workers for food. His wife gave me a glass jar with a few matches, which I sparingly used to light fires whenever I felt cold. I kept walking along the railway tracks, which seemed like an infinite ribbon stretched in front of me. The weather turned harsh, and it started snowing with squalls and freezing rain. I started feeling cold going through my bones, as I was only wearing a cotton windbreaker, 
and was hungry. Despite that, I kept walking. The matches were gone. I lost count of the hours and even days. I prayed to all the gods, both ours and the white men's, to give me strength. Days turned into nights, but I kept walking as I knew that if I had stopped, I wouldn't be able to move anymore. I hadn't seen or met anyone to ask for food, or water, or even some matches. I kept saying to myself that very soon I would see my father and would be in his warm embrace. I'm coming home, father. Just wait and see. Your big Chani's coming home. I kept repeating to myself and I knew he was going to hear me even over a distance. I had no idea how much further I had to walk. A few more yards, Chani. A few more yards. These encouraging words kept playing in my head. I finally had no more strength left in me to continue on my journey without any rest. The night was brightly lit with the moon. I took a deep breath, leaned on the tree by the railroad, and slid down. The air was crisp. My body was so numb that I didn't feel that I was cold anymore. When I closed my eyes for the last time, I felt my father's arms around me. That is a very sad and touching story of your escape, Chani. Thank you so much for sharing those memories. I hope we will see you in our studio again. Thank you, Maggie. All the best. This was an episode on Chani Wenjack's escape from Cecilia Jeffrey Indian Residential School in 1966. I'm your host, Maggie Lee. Until next time. On a secret path. The one that nobody